with a cane pulled in his hand. Like a fool of dreams sitting down by the street. The leads him to the corpus play. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them quail a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I want to go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, get going. All right. Welcome, it's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin jack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home every Sunday morning, live 7 to 9, right here on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network, with you, the regulators. You guys are the ones that get our back. My name is TJ Graining. Cody Ryan is uh, second day. No, he's, uh, yes, he's at practice for the Bass Master event in Alabama. Didn't and, he just get uh, back? Hopefully from he'll one? call it, huh? Didn't he also just get back from one? He just got back a couple days ago from the back-to-back Bass Champs Championship. Now he's in Alabama at the BASS tournament. And did he all get authorized for this time off? By the way, yeah. Well, I guess he owns it, so he can do whatever he wants. Beefsteak is in the house. Oh yeah, he's the. Uh, guy who makes sure the technical elements of our information are transcribed and provided to us in time. Um, and Road Rash is the ranch hand that gets here early, makes sure the gate gets open, fires up the old pot belly stove, put a screw in the screen door to keep it from falling off the hinges, and foil on the coat hanger to make sure the signal gets out. To you, our regulators, the ones who tune into the show, who get our back, and when it's time to ride, you guys mount up and ride. Um, we appreciate you for that. Shout out to our first responders this morning. I was just thinking that uh, it's dark outside, and they're coming to the end of a night shift or going on for the day shift. And uh, and our military guys, too. Absolutely, gotta... our military and uh but and thank the, you guys for that and we appreciate you for covering for us and uh making sure that we can sleep safely at night you didn't get your thin blue line flag stolen did you nope nope and okay. uh but i did go deer hunting uh this week sat in the deer stand and hunting uh, or killing no i'm not killing yet i'm i have a particular deer that i am chasing and i don't want to shoot him with the rifle i want to stick him with the bow so i'm i'm holding off and i got a couple more days i think what's today the 18th oh i got a couple weeks left yeah uh 
but I'm after this one particular deer and uh big twice big, big billy big billy rack uh, i haven't got a name for him yet but he's big <laughs> and you know for me he's big uh i think he's got four four branches on his antler and like two and two no okay he, he's uh <laughs> he's big down. he's big and and uh but he's twice he's come forward and even this last the other morning yesterday morning what was yesterday? Yeah, yesterday morning. <laughs> it is Sunday was today. It Friday I wonder. Or Saturday. Today's Sunday. Friday morning. Friday morning. I drew house. back. Yeah. And but he never stepped on the other side of the bush. He just turned and walked away. How rude! Just lollygagging. That is and, so rude. So tell me uh. about tell me about beefsteaks, dear Lise. And uh, so is there anybody out there bow hunting at all? Do any guy? Or uh, you got some guys with crossbows out uh, there, right? Precup has got a crossbow, yeah, and uh, he does a little bit. Um, I haven't heard from him, but he always seems to get one deer with uh, with his crossbow or archery. I mean, he has both, yeah, uh, but nobody else really does. No, they're all bullet blinds. And uh, if I had mine set up for that, I should. Man, I'm making excuses. If I dropped, I. I would. I moved locations, and I didn't pull my big twelve foot um, archery stand with me that I had built, which was like an A frame, sitting at the top about twelve feet, you know, above the ground. Nice, beautiful, um, you know, uh, platform. Just need a hundred dollar pop up from Bucky's, buddy. Yeah, you know, I there's stick by. Uh, Larry Stafford was saying that to me just. He saw a picture of where I hunt. He goes, right there, man. Right in those little trees, those scrubs, right there by the feeder, you know? Ten, ten yards away. Be perfect. That's pretty close, but. I know, that's what I'm saying, <laughs> you know? I, uh, I, I, uh, my my internal organs are, are too loud for 12, <laughs> 12 feet, 12, 12 yards away, right? I wondered what that noise was. <laughs> this morning. Hey, by the way, thank you for the KOZ America hat. Yeah, I got a it. limited edition Man. American America camo KOZ hat. They're all styling. I mean, this should be something that you support. Also, I got you something, we're, man. We, we're 12, we got you something. Open this 12 up. days in. This is something for you. You got a... Uh, hey, what in the world? <laughs> got you a, uh, you know, like the man... What in, are you uh, buying me stuff for? You in yellow stuff the last couple of weeks. Yellowstone, uh, the man, your hero, you know him. Uh, he wears the Yellowstone vest. Yeah, it's one of those black vests, like the man wears the shot collar out there. So you get to wear that uh, hey, proudly it's, with it's your kind of cushy. With uh, wow, with your I love guns and coffee shirt, that'll be be a perfect match for going out. Now you're part of the uh, Yellowstone man. You get to. Get to go I was out part there. of Yellowstone already. Yeah, but now it's official. Now you can uh, go out and kick some, you know what, with the boys, with James. With I'm putting on my Yellowstone vest. <laughs> so my uh, the other thing I'm doing is I am. Con- we're like we're like a couple of don't girls. say no. We are not <laughs> giving each other clothing gifts. What road rash? Why are you in there laughing, man? You're over in the other uh, other room laughing. No, you guys are cute. <laughs> oh man 
Here, no, this is for you. No, hey, this is, nice this is for you. Oh, this is so nice. But the hat, it's got one of these, uh, you know, the new brim that goes across, you know, real nice, like uh, all the guys wear. Thanks, Beef. Hey, man. What made you do that? Oh, uh, I don't know. You in Aww. Yellowstone, I thought it was your birthday. I want to keep my job here. At the bunkhouse, you know, those kind of, all that stuff, you know? Well, I guess this means I'm going to have to brand your chest with the uh, Lazy G brand. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was going to be the outdoor zone, you know? (laughs) OZ. The OZ brand. And uh, I am going to convert my feeder, I guess, uh, to a 12 volt. It is 6 volt, and all I had to do was buy the 12 volt motor. And it was like twenty three dollars, and from Harbor Freight dot. No, I didn't Ford. get it at Harbor Freight. No, no, no. It's one of the uh, game winner, you know, deals. The great big uh, holds fourteen bags. Why are you feed. switching it? Because um, I decided Just because you can, right? But it wasn't. Uh, all the other guys have twelve, you know. So I gotta be there. They're always like, "Oh man, you only got six. So it's four, like they're driving. They're driving Rams and you're driving a Prius or it, my battery didn't, um, uh, it, something happened to it where the clip on it, uh, got fouled and it didn't charge up and it was a week and you know, it was weak. And I said, you know what? It's really about the battery getting a charge and keeping a charge. And I've never had it keep a good charge on the six volts, but 12 volt seemed to hold up the whole time. Wow. Just the battery itself. So that's what I'm going to do is go up to the 12 volt so that it can spin. I need uh so beefsteak um for those of you out there, he's a he likes to tinker and fix and I've never met anybody that can fix anything. Uh he is the epitome of the farm boy. I mean, he'll take I just am amazed at what you do but, on a car or truck or uh and he took my manual safe, gun safe, oh, and yeah. switched it to uh, with the manual dial on it. Switched it to a digital. I need you to do it to the other one now. I'm it's ready. My new hobby. I will write you a check now. I will give you whatever you need to move that <laughs> forward and get up further on the list. But it it actually it works. I mean, you just. Go punch in the numbers and yeah, it's pretty cool. It's it? just so different. Who would have never? I, I, I you never know, I, thought. I'll get people can text in if they want, but if someone out there locks in on a dial on a mechanical dial every single time they use the safe, I I don't believe it. I've talked to pe- person after person after person. And uh, it's all where, where you put it in that one digit over or you put it in the in the spot where you just unclick it and you don't have to go through the whole mechanism. Uh, everybody, they they because it's too hard to run through the whole mechanical safe uh, I did, for me, numbers. I, I, every time you just want to put something in or take something out. For me, the at, so the digital thing, I was like, I didn't want to do it up front early on in the early years because I didn't think the technology I was worried about getting locked out. Mm. And but now once you explained it to me that there's a backup and there the whole thing's in place so that doesn't happen, 
for me now, uh, I, I'm at a, an age or uh, <laughs> like the one in the in the uh, office. You know, it's simple for the girls to go punch in the numbers. And it's simple for me to punch in the numbers. I don't have to go find my glasses or whatever. I can just go. And if you set it up so it auto relocks. Yeah, so you then, close the door and you don't ever have to worry unless that door's just left wide open. If it's closed, it's locked. Mm-hmm, right. And that, and you can so put So smart, it, dude. It's, it's really, I think it's safer because, safer? Ha, what a kind of punny there but it's safer because i think people will now if they have digital they will lock it where in other times they just won't lock it because it's too difficult if they're just going in and out of the safe but then there's grandkids around there's kids around there's uh, and all those things are like whoops oh man i forgot well right that, that was that write there. a little note on there somewhere on your <laughs> paperwork that, that you need to schedule tj's safe you need to be bumped up the list huh Yes. And speaking of that, I went and voted. Okay. Well, we'll talk more about. Oh, you want to hear about that? And my fanny pack, me, my fanny pack, and I voted. I'm so. And I don't don't... know. That may be a felony. You might not want to talk about that out loud. What I do want to talk about is McBride's guns. With the way society is pounding on our rights to own guns, it's imperative we support our local gun shop. The one we trust with our constitutional rights is McBride's Guns. Family owned and operated local full service firearm dealer. Looking for your personal carrier referral class? One place, McBride's Guns. You'll find McBride's in the same place they've been for years, corner 30th and Lamar. Call them. 512-472-3532 or online, McBride'sGuns.com. McBride's Guns, our hometown gun shop. So up next, we're going to Hopefully, we're going to get Cody on the line. Cody for on the line. Our fishing segment. All and right. uh, if he calls in, it's going to be awesome. But uh, you know, it's early. Get more coffee and come back and listen to fishing on the flip side. Theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, I'm Randall Tharp, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Oh, bring it down. Bring it down just a little bit. Yeah. All right. Welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just a... Old tin check on the back of the ranch, but we're hanging out here talking hunting and fishing just like we would if you were here with us around the around the campfire. That's right. Nile Maxwell Super Center. The clock's winding down for final days of Nile Maxwell Super Centers. Nile Maxwell's Jeep Adventure Days at the Nile Maxwell Super Center. So trade in, trade up, and shop every new Jeep with thousands in savings. No matter what offer you get, they'll beat it. No matter the deal on a new car you've got, 
will beat it. And that that's the same promise they've been making for 35 years, to beat any competitor's price on a new vehicle in Central Texas. Just bring them the deal, and they'll beat it. And they got the Jeeps. If you're looking for that Jeep, they got them. Come see for yourself why that we've again been awarded the 2020 J.D. Power Customer First Award for Excellence during the Jeep Adventure Days at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Just check them out online at nilemaxwellsupercenter.com. So uh, while we're waiting for Cody to probably get launched and get ready to try and call us from uh, a random boat launch in Alabama somewhere, uh, I was looking on one of my news feeds, and I saw that New Jersey, the Murphy administration, which is the governor of New Jersey, announces $11.2 million to available to help fishing businesses impacted by covid and i love that i Mm, love that um the uh the different uh government organizations and and trump's been really good about this about you know our national parks and funding for hunting and fishing and all those different things uh the murphy administration uh see trenton this out of Trenton. The Murphy administration is making $11.2 million in financial assistance available to commercial and recreational fishing businesses impacted by the COVID-19 public health emergency. Governor Phil Murphy and Department of Environmental Protection Commissioner Catherine R. McCabe announced Thursday the funding is available as grants to eligible businesses businesses that document a 35% loss in revenues as a result of the pandemic. Hmm. So that fishing guides, guides, commercial fishing in New Jersey of all places. I was thinking about shops, you know, where you walk in and all that, but I guess that wouldn't be, uh, I didn't, it sounds like the people that are fishing, you're right. They couldn't get on the social distancing, right? I don't know how it affected them, but I know it, it, you know, obviously it's affected them enough to get the attention of the governor. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it, it, and I, that's a, again, that's another one of those things that you might not put all the pieces together because of the COVID thing, how it affects things down the line. Um, more people are fishing though, but individually, but I can see what it, it may hurt businesses. Yeah. So we got Cody on the line with this Cody's uh North Alabama is it North Alabama Cody are you in North Alabama or is it uh North I don't know, I don't know where I am. Yeah, I I kind of <laughs> thought maybe that was the answer but I was I'm in Gadsden, Gadsden, Alabama. Gadsden, and, uh, Alabama. Sorry I would have called in on time but um right at about 70 710 uh apparently two parents had abandoned their two five-year-old children in the room next door and uh <laughs> oh, no it sounded like a it sounded like a uh i don't know a preschool or it sounded like two kids got abandoned in the hotel <laughs> room next door so i had to run out to my truck and get in my truck somewhere find a quiet place uh that yeah the beds they were jumping on beds and screaming at each other so that wouldn't have made for a very good call but in gadsden alabama fishing on neely henry which is part of the coosa river and uh coosa river is dammed up a few times 
and uh, they have the Coosa River spotted bass, which are, you know, it's a it's a different type of spotted bass, but uh, a super fun fish, man. They they pull hard, they bite good, they uh, they're just. I mean, they're just mean, 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 and uh, looking forward, super forward to uh, finding a big old group of those suckers and catching them today. Yesterday was the first day I was on the water. I got in uh, yesterday around noon and uh, and fished, you know, till till dark, and I was pretty tired, and uh, but got a pretty good look at the the pond that that we're going to be fishing this week, and uh interesting place man it's kind of like it's kind of a mix between i was thinking lake austin and lake conroe back in texas so lots of docks Hmm. but a skinny narrow long river system uh lots of little arms and and things that come off of it but uh it'll be it'll be an interesting event uh the white bass were schooling i stopped and caught me about i don't know 15 or 20 white bass uh, hey, uh, you know we like that. It's hard to turn that down when you see a the the Man, boiling white bass. That's they're so much fun to catch. I said, you know what? I, I I don't care what they are. I you know, and I kept telling myself that if I just get below them, maybe there's some bass feeding underneath them. You know, sometimes that'll happen. <clears throat> underneath the white bass, the largemouth or, or spotted bass will get underneath and kind of eat whatever the white bass miss, you know? And, uh, but really, in all actuality, I was just trying to get my line stretched as much as I could. And, oh, I uh, love it. I love it. Well, hey, Gadsden's in Ottawa, Etowa County, Alabama, Gadsden, and it's uh, northeast uh part of alabama so you're in the upper right hand corner uh little county up there you're just one county away from from leaving alabama so you that was a long haul over there that was a a two-day drive to get there Yeah, it says says 12 hours from where i was but uh when you take into account traffic and and all that kind of stuff it ended up being closer to you know 14 15 hours and uh, you go you going back the south route again? Or are you going to no, avoid that no, at all costs? So, so I did. I did take the south route. I ten uh, through hurricane 10, country, kind of along the coast. And I was going to tell you, man. I, I guess you know you hear about hurricanes, and you know you send your little Facebook regards to your friends that be affected in those areas you know wish you well hope everything goes fine you know uh stay safe guys you know and all that kind of stuff when a hurricane comes through the coast but dude i drove right through the heart of that thing and uh through lake charles and those little towns down there there ain't a roof left on a building that i could see from the highway in any direction. And I was in traffic the whole time. So I got plenty of viewing time. There's, there's tarps on every building. There's not a street sign standing up for miles and miles and miles. There's metal wrapped around every post that happened to make it or 
anything that happened to be standing. There's metal twisted and wrapped around it. It's gnarly. It's a gnarly situation down there on the coast. And, you know, and these these folks go through it time and time again, not necessarily the same place or the same city or same town, but those coastal towns got to put up with, you know, hurricanes coming through there and cleaning up and, and uh so just our thoughts and prayers you know when you when you get to see it you know firsthand and i've seen hurricanes i've seen the destruction i know what they do but it still doesn't you know resonate until you put your eyes on it each and every time how uh massive the destruction is and and uh, how much work those folks got down there? Well, and you are to do down the road. You are telling me too that when you were talking to your buddies along that, when you were driving and sitting in traffic down there looking at it, and uh, and you were talking to your buddies who live there, and and they're saying, you know, we get a lot of attention when it's happening. We get a lot of attention for fifteen minutes afterwards, but a month will go by, and and people will be on to the next thing, and. And uh, oh, yeah. they won't be thinking about us, and we're still here with tarps on our roofs, and you know, no street signs, and and the water's not working, and was, so I don't know, I don't know what you do about that. I don't know how you do it unless you have local politicians, local people on a mission for their people to get it fixed and get it back, and to keep the attention going and. I remember when we were talking to uh, Captain Gordon Taylor and just the whole Rockport thing and all right. the little, like Fulton and all those little towns around there. It just really took the community to come together as a as a little army. And, um, and I don't know what you do. I don't know what you do about that. I mean, we've got friends down there um, and and we can send money and we can send support and we can send our prayers and 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 you know you can also get in your vehicle and drive down there and uh get your work gloves on and take a rake yeah. or a chainsaw or a pickup truck and a trailer and go clean some stuff up too if you feel so yeah. moved but yeah hard yeah, stuff I, I, it is it is and i just you know it's uh it's amazing that uh, you know there's times like like this where those folks go through such a hard trial and, and they do have to come together. Once the news truck leaves and all the attention leaves and the, the trucks that carried, you know, all the cases of water and all that to them. Once all those trucks leave, that community comes together and they rebuild and they do it and they do it all across this country and all along the coast of our country. And they come together as a community, as one and rebuild that area. And it happens day in and day out with every storm or natural disaster across this country. And we got to remember that, how beautiful our country comes together and and uh, rallies together. The community rallies together. doesn't need the national attention. It'll get done. It'll get fixed. That community will be just fine on the other side of it. So, you know, and that's where America and vote 2020. <laughs> and that's where and that's a good wrap to this segment and just that uh it doesn't matter what uh when it comes down to it my view of the america that that i see the america that i walk in and uh it is not what is on television it's yeah it's the, it's it's those people who 
It's my neighbors who come together when something's going on or the neighbor who calls. And I don't think about anything, but that's a person that needs some help. And I'm a human and I'm going to help them. And, and, uh, and that's the America that we strive for. And, uh, by golly, that's what the, that us here at, uh, the bunkhouse, that's, that's who we are. And, uh, so we just mount up and ride and Cody Ryan, be careful out there. We're praying for you, son, and uh, we know that you're going to have a, a great fishing day and uh, a mm-hmm. great tournament, and we can't wait to hear the stories on the backside. Bassmaster Live on uh, Bassmaster.com. The whole event starts Thursday. Love you guys. Miss you, and uh, we'll talk to you next hey, week. We're going to tune in. I'm going to actually All tune right. in and watch yep. a little bit. All right. God bless. Love you. See you. See you. Bye, Cody. So he'll, uh, he'll start his tournament on thursday we've got an event in virginia that will be participating on thursday and we've got a live auction coming up that we're going to talk about with spence collins here in a little bit about the woods and waters live auction coming up with puppies and dove hunts and deer hunts and and anybody can tune in and bid on it archery country that's something else that man they tuned up my bow. I got the right arrows. I got the right broadheads. I got everything right. I just need participation from that one big deer that is taunting me. Uh, whether you're an avid bow hunter chasing elk, whitetail, bear game around the world, Archery Country is the place to get all your gear. The staff and owners at Archery Country are not part-time shooters. They're avid bow hunters and 3D shooters that hunt and compete. Archery Country has Austin's only full-size range. Crossbows, you heard us talking about them earlier. You need a crossbow, Archery Country's got them. You can find Archery Country, 8121 Research Boulevard. Just go to AustinArcheryCountry.com. Make sure you put Austin on there. AustinArcheryCountry.com for all the details. And coming up next is our news of the weird. But we also want you to know that you can... Tune in anytime, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, this is Jeff Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody on The Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back. Feels good to hear that music in the morning. It's funny we go straight. We go from George Strait, Amarillo by morning, <laughs> to I, some nice classic rock. Sun Automotive. That's something else that's nice. necessary. Yes. Keep that vehicle up and running right. You need a trusted auto repair and maintenance company and we trust sun auto service family owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978 each and every person at sun automotive works hard to demonstrate that they take pride in what they do and they want to be the place you bring your vehicle anytime it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs follow them on facebook for great maintenance tips and specials every week sun auto service locations all around central texas 405 west slaughter lane 1300 medical parkway cedar park 1403 rivery boulevard in georgetown and lakeway 
1206 Ranch Road 620. Just go to sunautoservice.com for all the details on our friends at Sun Automotive, sunautoservice.com. Now it's time for your news of the weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. So how does this happen? A Kentucky Sheriff's Office said deputies responded to a Dollar General store to evict a wild bobcat found pursuing, perusing the toiletry aisles. Pursuing perusing the toiletry aisle. The Floyd County Sheriff's Office and deputies responded alongside Kentucky State Police and Martin Police Department. It's a three-department job. Personnel, when the bobcat was reported inside the general store. Now, the Dollar General, what's up with that? Now it's becoming that new thing where just weird stuff happens. A Dollar General. Well, it's Dollar General for one. Well, what does that mean? I go to Dollar General all the I time, I know, though. but do you see weird stuff or weird people? Is it about the no, people? It's, or is it's, it, the, it is kind of a different vibe in, when you walk in there, though. A it's different not, vibe. But wait, wait. I you don't know what that, that is. I don't know what it is. It's just... It's, do you do you find yourself going in and wanting to get out really quickly? I do. Yeah, I'm maybe. like I don't want to be. But when I see one, I know I can go in there and get like a dollar bag of pretzels. That's you know four gallon bag for a dollar. That and and the convenience store is four twenty nine. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. It'll be right next to like a you know Seven Eleven or whatever, and I'll go to Dollar General and. I mean, it's a. It is what Have it is. Have you ever but seen weird it's stuff like, like it's this? Like a, it's like a Walmart. That's it's a just mini Walmart? Da- it's just shrunk down kind of weird deal. Yeah, kind of feels like. But I'm glad they're out there. <laughs> Sheriff's office shared photos of the bobcat being captured in the toiletry aisles of the store. It was released uninjured. Authorities in Norway said they seized an electric scooter that had been adjusted to travel more than twice the legal speed limit of vehicle. For the vehicles, Oslo police and the Norwegian Public Roads Administration said e-scooters were stopped and, inspe- and inspected by personnel conducting a joint operation in the city center. Have you ever have you gone downtown and seen the people on the scooters? Officers inspected the scooter and, uh, and that appear appeared unusually large and discovered it was capable of reaching speeds of 36 miles an hour far exceeding the limit of 12.4 miles per hour that norway imposes on electric scooters man (laughs) that's kind of one of the scooter companies one of the scooter companies i got an email one of the scooter companies pulled out of austin this week uh i wonder if it's because lack of revenue or that there's five of them they're or, everywhere. Or that there's about 500 in the bottom of Lake uh, Lady Bird. Oh, yeah, there's, Lake. they're trashed everywhere. And, you it's know, horrible. I went to pick up something off my famous next door for free thing, and it was in the east part of Austin, but it was in the part where they're making these little McMansions and McCondos and yeah. the cool people. Those, they, they, there are scooters abandoned everywhere. Yeah. They those people ride them from downtown, 
and, just drop yeah, them. and that well they ride them back and forth for work or whatever you know there's a guy told me that you can get a job picking those up if oh you yeah have a that's pickup. big business and matter of fact the guys that do it are pretty radical with each other i mean it's it can be a like a fight they see oh, each other like they run over and they fight over who gets to pick up those six scooters and take them and charge them and they sounds yeah, like it's a, a good reality a mid, show it's right? a midnight business the scooter was seized and destroyed the owner said he uh was aware that the vehicle was illegal but using it as a means to speed his commute to and from work you just grab onto the bumper of that bus. So what is the in. deal? So what if he goes 36 Six. miles per hour? Why I, would you care? Why would you impose a speed limit on one of those? Because they're... You, you, if he, if he smashes into a, you know, a whatever car is over there in Norway, if he smashes into one of those, it's, oh, well. A whatever car? You mean like a taxi or something? I'm sure it's for safety reasons, right? I mean, you've seen the people downtown. There's just there's girls in uh, you I know, don't know. Non, non-protective just... clothes. Um, there people are not watching what they're doing. They're they're all over the place. There's all these little ha ha moments where you know you'd slide into traffic and hit something. You, you haven't seen that before. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen it. I just don't care. Well, when you're going 36 miles an hour, that's a lot different than when you're going 12 miles an hour, skin-wise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I agree. Ever... So, uh, okay. Do you like scooters or not Did you see the like video scooters? of the bobcat or the oh, yeah. mountain lion? You want to switch gears? Yes, I did. And okay, I... so I was talking to somebody yesterday and if you haven't seen it, there's a mountain lion. There's a guy who's jogging on a trail, and he stops to take. He sees some bobcat, uh, mountain lion kittens, some cubs, cubs, yes, cubs, uh-huh. kittens, kittens, Aww. pretty kitty. That was probably what he was thinking. Yeah. Oh, look at those kittens. That's exactly the problem. And he started to film them, and the mama cat came out and chased him away, and pretty ferocious, all that. But yeah. somebody told me. That they thought he set all that up. He made that cat do that just so he could get video and be. Uh, be well, if you work it uh, backwards, next. you would. I mean, if you bother the cubs, mama, mama cougar is going to come running after. It would have been better if she just you. swiped him once. He probably would have got more likes if he would have had a little blood. Yeah, man, know, at least he a close blew it. Encounter. He had the chance to. But, but people, I never thought about that. But people, what would you do? People do that stuff. Well, if I but if it, I was jogging and I saw him and it, and you just stopped and looked for a second, which maybe maybe that's I mean that's what I was thinking it was. He was just you know jogging this trail. He saw him over there kind of messing around. Like if you saw, I mean, if you saw a bear cub and or cubs, you know, you'd slow down to kind of look at him maybe not. Or you do you what? just go oh, and start going the other direction? Well, kids immediately. So, man, they're all about well, how, getting I don't know things how... on film. And he's kind of a look like a twenty-something, a younger twenty, right? I'll say twenty-three, twenty-four. And you enter into the mind, and you start thinking, you know what? He could have pop. Let Let me run this by you. So he goes by, and at first, he's not thinking about it. But then when he starts messing with the Cubs, he gets Mama a little enthusiastic. 
little, you know, she's uh, not liking it. And he's going, hey, I've got to I'm going to film this. I'm going to hit my play, my record button, and I'm going to kind of antagonize this situation and get it on film. Because otherwise, why would you do it? Why would you stop and film it and and record it? Is that because you're uh, worried about your safety and you're hoping that the minute, last minutes of your life will be recorded? Uh, I mean, why are you doing it? Well, you're... I like... I mean, they're just looking for likes. But, I mean, you don't... You can't blame them for wanting to film it because, I, I would, mean... If it was legit... Such a... I think it is legit, but you're right. I think it was taken a little bit advantage of. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna stir the nest, poke the bear a little bit, poke the, the the kitty cat a little bit, and I'm gonna get um, an opportunity to film something. I could see that. Yeah. Because otherwise, if you're walking by and that happens, do you really start to record it? Yeah. You do. You would. I I would probably. You know, there's all kinds of news of the weird lately. Why is it, why are things so weird? Well, I just think it, that was a, you know, it went viral. It was the talk of the town. It was on all the news channels, and Would it was you? interesting. I, but I had not thought about it being provoked by the guy. I was just going along like it was a natural thing. But today, in today's world, when you're watching videos and all that stuff, you just you need to have that second thought, which is okay. That's interesting, but is that real? Is it a setup? How was that done? Because those things are manipulated all the time. Austin's hottest new restaurants not man- manipulated. And hey, one of the things that I absolutely love about Shore Raw Bar and Grill is their live music on the patios. Uh, Today, they've got Shore Sunday Jam Session hosted by Big John Mills and uh, starts at 5.30 to 8.30 tonight. I love sitting on that patio and having dinner. right now. Oh, my gosh. What a great time. It's a pet-friendly patio, shore-serving regional coastal cuisine, combining flavors from Texas, Louisiana, and Mexico. If you haven't been there, you're missing it. Uh, fresh oysters, fresh fish flown in every week and handpicked by the chef. Don't miss their desserts, their homemade breads. Our buddies Rick Wahlberg and Jim Snyder invite you to join them at Shore Raw Bar and Grill, located at Highway 71 West at Covered Bridge, just west of the Wine Oak Hill. The Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Go to ShoreATX.com for details. ShoreATX.com for details. And coming up next is the Game Warden Field Notes. Don't miss it here on TheOutdoorZone.com. This is T-Roy Bruce Orr listening to The Outdoor Zone. They call me Redneck.
Man, about. Ow! All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone. Welcome back, regulators. You're the reason we get up and ride on this trail every week. It's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. What else is cool is, uh, you know, the Central Texas Honda dealers, uh, the summer Honda sale. It's a clearance event. You know, it's introducing Shop Simple with Honda, the easy way to buy online. Get your new Honda from the comfort of your own home, or you can visit the Honda dealer. Either way, financing is as low as 0.9 APR on select models. So shop your Central Texas Honda dealers today online at centraltexashondadealers.com. Now it's time for your game warden field notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true game warden field notes. Game Warden Field Notes brought to you today by Nile Maxwell GMC. Tailgate savings are happening now at Nile Maxwell GMC, and you can tailgate like a pro this season in a new GMC with greater accessibility and features and more features than anything else in its class, like the 2020 Sierra 1500 with the multi-pro tailgate. It's more than just a tailgate. Tailgate, Like a multi-purpose tool, it can be configured and positioned to function in several ways, perfect for any game day or work day. Come join the family at Nile Maxwell GMC and find your new vehicle today. Exit 256 in Round Rock. See dealer for details, NileMaxwellGMC.com. We are professional grade. So, <clears throat> you know, usually we'll come up with a law issue something where somebody's breaking the law and breaking the law, uh, breaking the law. and we'll report on how a game warden's um out there busting these guys and and making sure everything is plum flush and level out there in the in the woods and uh but this week i i really i wanted to talk a little bit about just people just regular people that are doing their part to make things right in our parks and then, and that make the right choices when they're out hunting and fishing. And okay. so this, so I take a little run every morning and I go through the woods and mm-hmm. I was running one day this week and I was coming up out of the woods. Uh, I run in a, in a park in South Austin, uh, Mary Moore Seawright park. And I'm coming up out of the uh, the back part, and it runs along. Um, and I a think homeless person is chasing you. No. no. Okay. Uh, and <laughs> the Onion Creek runs through the back. I'm pretty sure it's Onion Creek. And there's a little area down there for some fishing, and you know, and but there's a big metal sign there that's been there for years. It's just a big piece of metal, and it's cut out. It says no swimming. And there's a couple of trails that diverge there, you know, and, and you can go left or right or whatever. And tons of people walk it with their kids or dogs, all that stuff. And over the years, people have um, marked it up with graffiti what? or tagged it or whatever. And, put okay. you know, they put cuss words on there. And so it was tagged a couple of maybe a, a week ago with a stencil of somebody's middle finger hand and middle finger and then on the other side there was some other stencil tag i don't know what it was and 
I came running up out of there, and I saw a guy standing there. Just He had a, a Longhorn T-shirt on and a Longhorn cap, and he was standing there in front of that sign with a bucket of paint and a rag in his hand, and he was wiping the sign off and painting over the graffiti. Huh. And I stopped and I said, who are you? I said, are, are, I said, thank you for doing that. Cause I could tell it was just a citizen. Mm-hmm. And he said, yeah, I get caught doing it. You know, I get, get, get tired of seeing get it, get stuck doing it, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, he said, but this is the same can of paint I've been using for the last 10 years or something like that. And, uh, and I, and, but it's become his call his mission to to get rid of that stuff so little kids aren't seeing this stuff that some idiots done in the public parks and i just thought that is that guy is a public hero that guy is the kind of person you know whoever that punk was that did the spraying you know the tagging or whatever it is that's a punk this guy is is the American that is making the difference. That punk is not going to make a difference. That guy right there, his name was Brad Hurley. He was a retired 29 years with the sheriff's department retired. And he's just taking care of his neighborhood and the park that's in his neighborhood. And he's not getting paid for it. He's not doing it for any other reason, except he cares. He doesn't want kids to see that he doesn't want you know, somebody be walking with their mom or whatever and have to see that kind of garbage. And I just thought, and I just told him, I said, thank you. Thank you for that. And uh, Mm -hmm. so hats off to Brad Hurley first for your, for your service with the sheriff's department as a first responder. Sure. And secondly, as just an American and a, (laughs) and a human that is making a difference. That's what we need to do more of is just stepping up and take care of your circle of concern, the stuff that's around you, take care of it, take care of it first, and then uh, move on to the next outer layer. FarmRanchStore.com. There's no better way to ensure a successful farmer ranch operation than to have safe and well-built equipment that you can rely on for years to come. From handling equipment and ranching equipment to fences, feeders, and rodeo rainers, we're proud to offer you top-quality products available on the farm and ranch market today. FarmRanchStore.com. I've been out looking at property this week and noticed some gates and stuff, and my first thought was, I'm going to need to go to farmranchstore.com and figure out what gates I need and what fencing I need. That's where the landowner goes to get the work done, farmranchstore.com. If you're a landowner, you need to know farmranchstore.com, where the landowner goes to get the work done. All right, so we wrapped up our first hour, and I'm feeling like we're just getting warmed up. So come on back at 8 o'clock. We're going to talk to Spence Collins, interview him about Austin Woods and Waters. And you'll get more this from thir- the outdoors. This Thursday, you can get a puppy, a gun, you, and puppy. a deer hunt a all in one. <laughs> all right. Guess who's going to be bidding on the puppy, huh? It's yeah. good. 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com or on your podcast, uh, favorite podcast everywhere, Come The on, Outdoor Zone. Heart.